what is this? Is this another series posted on the Patreon? Is this a series that was actually talked about and teased and mentioned and actually is being released? Is this the same realm of unknown that I'm used to? Um, yeah, so I am actually doing stuff. I'm actually progressing with things. And this is a series that I teased last month or maybe even two months ago that I've kind of been brewing in the background for a little bit that I kind of wanted to make a part of stuff because I, I love talking about things. I l- love talking about things, especially if they're interesting and especially if they're bizarre. So what's better than talking about personal bizarre stuff that's happened to me and I'm going about titling it this way because obviously it makes sense. There's two S's. Welcome to the first installment of the new series here on the Patreon, a little bonus series called SEPTA Stories. The name may evolve, so we'll see how that goes. But if you're unfamiliar with what SEPTA is, uh, if you're not from the Northeast or specifically Pennsylvania, um, SEPTA is our, you know, or at least Philly's regional uh, transportation center or transportation uh, organization. Uh, I believe it stands for Southeast Pennsylvania Transportation Association or agency. And it's something that I take every day for work. Um, I don't drive for personal excuses, but it's not really too necessary in my life, especially here in Philly. Commuting is not too hard, and it's definitely not as much of a hassle as it is in like New York or D.C. Uh, or other major metropolitan areas, because for the most part, we have buses, but we have a lot of regional trains, and uh, our subway system is literally just two main trains and then a few trolleys that pretty much turn into buses, and then, like, another third train that goes into Jersey. Like, there's really no way that you can get lost with the Philadelphia uh, sort of subway systems. And that's what I ride into work every day, back and forth. I've been doing it for years once I went off to college. But recently, uh, for work purposes, um, I probably since 2018, tw- no, 2019, uh, I started working back downtown after I moved home and then moving forwards, uh, I commuted further out into the suburbs and now back in Philly and I commute once again. So you get a combination of weird stories, weird times, weird moments when you are on the subway or you're on SEPTA, whatever you're using, uh, and you have weird encounters with just the sheer amount of people that you interact with or you sit near. I'm personally someone who doesn't talk much at all on the uh, transit. I keep my headphones on. I keep my hood up. I just ignore people for the most part. But it's very hard not to, you know, notice certain people, Um, especially if you're like on a train platform and people try to talk to you, which is annoying in a lot of ways. But it's something that you just have to deal with uh, when it comes to transportation. So... I have written down, and I had this list before, and for some reason my phone's note app just deleted it completely, so I had to rewrite everything. Uh, I have some quick notes that I jot down every time one of these weird things happened to me, and I have been compiling this one probably for the better part of like two, maybe three months, give or take, and 
it, they're kind of all over the place. Uh, for the most part, though, they just pertain to two forms of transit, uh, being the uh, sort of suburban commuter rail and then the main subway line that goes from east to west throughout Philadelphia. Uh, we have an east to west one and we have a north and south one. So like I said, it's very easy not to get lost. But these are all interactions I've had on either one of those two trains, uh, either heading into town just for casual stuff or meeting people or for work. A lot of these are for work, <laughs> um, either in the morning, uh, bright and early, or on the way home from work, either normal time uh, as of lately, you know, office hours and everything, or when I worked at a restaurant downtown, uh, super late hours in which I'd be getting on at like midnight or later or the, literally the last train um, in order to get home. So this can range from all over the place. So don't expect your trip to Philly to have any, if you know, one of any of these things to happen to you because I ride the train pretty much all the time. So it just happens to be the fact that I experience it more, uh, as I'm sure a lot of locals also do. So first off, I'm going to start with some mundane things and slowly build up. First, we have a girl with her dog. Dogs, for some reason, get onto the train uh, a lot more often than you think. Not, though, for the subway, which we were on. Her dog looked like it was a mix of a pit bull a corgi, and also a, like, wiener dog. It's a very weird mix, um, but it would not stop barking at everyone. It literally barked at every single person on the train nonstop for the entire line. We were on for maybe 20 minutes between, like, 15 stops, and she just sat there ignoring it. Like, she, she had it on a leash that was, like, long enough that it could get up and go at people, uh, and it was just barking. It was just barking in everyone's face. It was getting up on people. It was barking at people. Uh, it was the most annoying thing ever. And uh, she, you know, nothing against her, but she's an asshole. If your dog is not trained enough to be able to handle people, do not bring it on a train <laughs> of all places uh, during rush hour. Next up, in relation to people bringing their pets on a train, there was a guy who I was standing near the door entrance. There's a little, like, spaces where the doors uh, let you in that people kind of stand if all the seats are filled. Uh, so I was standing there at that moment and uh, a guy got up to go to his stop as the train was slowing down. So he stood you know, across from me and uh, he was kind of like, you know, people were talking around him and I think he had two of his friends on it, uh, which he was departing from, which I thought, you know, whatever. And as he was getting up, I'm like, maybe, you know, we'll, I don't, I don't know. He he had an interesting look to him. He had like a kind of, uh, not like a reggae vibe, but he had like a, like a typical 90s like skater depiction, but from like television, if that makes sense. Um, he had that look to him. He was probably around my age. And uh, I noticed as he was standing there, just very casual, he had a snake. He just had a snake just wrapped around his forearm. It was not a tiny one. It was not a very small one. Uh, it was not a big one. Uh, it was big enough, though, that it literally wrapped around his arm like two or three times. and was just chilling there, just like this green snake, just hovering up over his hand, just hanging out with this dude as they're just sitting on a train. And this was around the time when the new Chucky was being released, or the trailer at least, 
Uh, and I know this because the word Chucky was here, was carved in the font of the movie right behind him as he left. So either he did it or someone else did, uh, but it was just a weird thing to see at like 4 p.m. on your way home from work. Which is it was just odd. I've I've never seen a snake on the train before. Um, more mundane stuff. Uh, super late at night. Was heading home. This was probably like 10, 11 p.m. Uh, this dude gets on a train at like 34th Street, I think. So you know, it was not a busy uh stop for the most part. Especially at this time, it was like Sunday, like late at night. No one's riding it the the train at this point. Uh, he gets on and he has four fishing rods. He just four fishing rods. There, there, there's nothing around. There, there's no good fishing spots around. Uh, didn't have any bait. Didn't have any buckets. He just had four random fishing rods with him, and it, that that was it. He just brought them on, sat down, got on his train, and took it to the end of the line. So and then I never saw him again. Which ones? Uh, bu- 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 bu. next two, they're homeless people or insane people. I think one was insane, one was homeless, but. It, it's a very common occurrence if you ride transit that homeless people or disheveled people or druggies will get on with you wherever you are. It's just par for the course. First one is a lot more mundane. Some homeless dude kept cursing and getting frustrated because he was dropping his, quote, bag onto the ground as he was sleeping. This was late at night. And he, I don't know what was going He had bedding comforters, like a comforter for a bedding. Uh, it was like a queen size. It was big. It was massive. He just had it on his lap, but he had it packaged in like the actual package that you would have the comforter from. So, you know, like those like clear see-through zipper type uh, bags. And he kept getting so angry because it kept falling on the ground and spilling out all over the train. But the dude kept stuffing it back into the bag and just never zippered it up. Like, he he had the zipper, and he was, like, struggling for, like, 30 minutes trying to stuff his back into the bag. He settles down, and then he, he puts it on his lap again, and it just falls again. Again, clearly, he's probably homeless. He's probably, you know, off his, out of his mind in some regard, uh, which is nothing against him. But I, I find it a little bit annoying, but I also kind of find it a little bit funny. Uh, so, I don't know, dark humor, whatever. <laughs> this one, I... I have a video. I don't know if I'm going to be able to attach it or not. There was some insane guy. And I say insane because he he's either insane or he lost his mind or he lost a bet or he's on something. Because we're on the main subway. We're literally in like the center of the city. Rush hour. Everyone's leaving from work. And we're on the platform waiting for the train. And this dude is just dancing. And it's not an uncommon occurrence to see people dancing on the subway. People literally dance inside the subway cars and then ask for money. But this dude is literally just like dancing by himself. He's like this heavy dude, uh, screaming, yelling, nonsense, screaming at the top of his lungs, singing in some parts. He starts dancing. He starts doing stretches, like yoga stretches, uh, but wrong, like very wrong. (laughs) He starts twerking. He throws himself onto the ground and then starts like vibrating on the ground, uh, like thrusting upwards. It's super bizarre. I did not record the entire thing, but I recorded parts of it <laughs> because I'm like, I I literally watched this dude for like easily 15 minutes, like 10, 15 minutes uh, of him doing this. 
and I, I was like, I can't not, I can't not record this. Like I literally cannot miss this opportunity. Uh, so I'm going to try to attach that for you guys. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Second to last story. So this one actually took place in the train stop that I take into work. Uh, it's the stop closest to my house. It's out in the suburbs. Uh, and this is actually someone who I'm going to easily describe as being a targeted individual. And I actually mentioned this over on Twitter when this happened, uh, which people actually reached out to saying that they were targeted individuals. So, okay. Uh, I did not follow up with them. So sorry. I doubt you're also a Patreon subscriber. So I know you're not because I know the, the Patreon subscribers. So it she this is lady who's just sitting there because the train is on a reverse course. Uh, so they're doing construction. So the northbound train or the northbound side is being used for the southbound train as well. So we're both sitting there. We're both waiting. The train goes by northbound. So we're going to have to wait for the southbound to come in. Uh, and this lady's just sitting there and then she starts talking. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I didn't have my headphones in. So I'm like, okay, I have to talk. She's saying hi. And I'm like, hi, how's it going? Just you know, normal, casual conversations. And she starts talking about like the train being on reverse. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And she's like, yeah, just uh, so like this, 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 um, does this one go up to? Uh, she like says the train stop, and I'm like, oh uh, no, you know, like that's the next one. Uh, they're just on a reverse course. Just wait till the next northbound comes and hop on. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah I, I know. I just wanted to double check. Uh, I, I can't be on this street. Like normally I get off there, but I got off at the wrong stop. I can't be here. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, uh, this is, and I say the stop I'm on. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's like the next two up. And she's like, yeah, I normally take, I live right near here. I, I normally get off at those stops and then walk. She literally walks like a mile back because she refuses to walk on this main road that this specific train stop that we're on is. So I'm like, okay. And I don't really pry further, but like a lot of these people, uh, she just keeps talking and she starts talking about how, yeah, like on this road, I'm not going to say the road's name cause it's near where I live and it will triangulate my, my location. She starts talking and she's like, yeah, like on this road, like, uh, everyone's out to get me. Like, e like everyone on this road is out to get me. The neighbors, all the people in the houses, like everyone driving up and down the road. Like I've almost been hit like dozens and dozens of times. Everyone tries to hit me with their car when I walk up this road. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? First off, it, it is a busier road. Yes. That's granted that I'll give her that. Are there consistent accidents and people being hit on that road? No, especially not in that area that she's talking about. Does it happen from time to time? Yes. Where does it happen? It happens on the curves where there's no street lights and there's very, very sharp curves. Yes, there are accidents. I live in that section. I would have been aware if there were other accidents though happening up and down the street. They don't happen. They, they literally do not happen. And she's like, yeah, people try to like run me off the road when I drive down here. Like people try to like hit me with their cars when I'm on the sidewalk. And I'm like, lady, people do not do this to you. She's like, all the cops are in on it. 
Like they're really racist around here. They're all in on it. They're all trying to like get me uh, off this road. Like I can't be near here. Uh, but it stinks because I live near. I live not too far, and that neighborhood's fine. And I'm like, oh, like where do you live? And like she says, the neighborhood. She literally lives like three blocks off this road. She literally lives three blocks off the road that she is saying is so horrible that people are trying to like kill her, trying to assassinate her, trying to like literally have this big cabal conspiracy of like dozens of houses, literally dozens of houses that have constantly different families living in that because I've been in this area, I've been living here for long enough to know that like this is not happening. She Something is wrong with her clearly, but what she's describing could literally not happen. I'm not going to say that something did not happen like once or twice, maybe. Uh, and then maybe the cops didn't pursue it hard enough. I'll give her that. Uh, but I can guarantee you that there is not a conspiracy of the people living on this specific road in a boring ass suburban uh, area in Philadelphia targeting a specific lady who lives four blocks off the road, but only attacking her when she steps foot on that road. It, it literally within like a maybe five or six block length. Like it, it's the weirdest, most bizarre thing. And I, I just ate it up. I, I let her keep talking uh, until the train came, but I was like baffled. I was like, Oh my God. I, I met, a targeted individual for the first time in real life. Uh, and she just spoke to me and like, I didn't have to initiate anything. She started it. Uh, and I just listened and she was bonkers. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because I know people do and podcasts do now. And I'm not going to be overtly negative to anyone in any like attack in any sense, but yeah, like she's crazy. And, and, a clinical sense, even if she's not diagnosed with anything, like to think that is insane, like purely. And again, like nothing against her. She seemed, she was very sweet. She was very kind to me. Uh, the way she spoke was very solid. Like she was, a, seemed like an okay person. Uh, but I, if that's all she talked about, I would not ever interact with her again. I would not be her friend. I would not do stuff with her because that would drive me insane, which actually leads into our last story. Uh, that I want to talk about, which legitimately gave me nightmares uh, for like one or two nights, but was such a crazy story that I like immediately talked about it on Twitter when it happened. Uh, this happened probably two years ago at this point, maybe a year and a half ago. I'm trying to remember what time it was. It was either late 2019 or very early 2020 when this happened. Uh, Cause I was working downtown. I was working at a restaurant uh, and during the weekends we close at midnight and it takes an hour to clean up. So I get literally the last train out of, out of town and I'm, I'm waiting for the train to come up and it does. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's pretty quick. You know, I'm going to get back home. I'm going to be able to, you know, hit the train, the next train I need to catch on time. I'm not going to be late. Uh, cause again, by the time I get home, it's going to be like two 30 in the morning and I had to work the next day. Uh, so the train pulls up and this is actually something I, I listened to recently uh, in another podcast, he was talking about subways and stuff. Uh, someone had mentioned in that episode that they were talking about, someone that they were talking about uh, mentioned in that episode uh, of the New York subway that if it, what is it, what was it? Uh, they, they called it a poo train, essentially. 
uh, in which if you see a train car for the subway slow down and there's no one inside of it, and you're like, oh, gee, that's awesome. Like, I don't have to stand near anyone that I'm going to be able to get a seat. This is perfect. Never take that to heart uh, because chances are, and the way she described it, uh, someone took a shit in that train. That is very much the case that happened here. But even worse, um, because as the train was slowing down and the car that I was going to go enter into was like just about to stop, I noticed why that specific train car was empty because sitting in one of the back seats with his legs like up, like he's sitting on the chair, the tiny ass chair with his feet up on the chair, like in a little crouch position, uh, is this dude, just some random like middle-aged white dude sitting there completely naked and he just stares out the window as the train slowly creeps to an end and we just make eye contact and we both just like watch each other pass by and that whole half of the train is just covered in vomit and like colors that I did not know could come out of a person. I, and there were no clothes. I did not see any clothing inside of the train car. So I don't know where they were. He either hid them somewhere or they're covered in vomit, but he was completely naked. And as the train slowed down, I was like, nope, no, I'm not going to do this. Uh, it's midnight. He is looks deranged. Like his eyes were like bulging, like wide eye looking at me as it slows down. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this. All right. I'm, I'm going to go to another train car, uh, or just wait till another train. I'm going to, I'm going to wait till the last train because this was the one before I'm like, I will get home late and I'm fine with that. And as I'm like walking away, some other dude like is, is trying to pass and like get into the car. And I'm like, I put my arm up and I normally don't ever interact with anyone. Uh, and I don't touch anyone ever. Uh, I, I put my arm up to block him. Like, no, I'm like, don't, don't go in there, man. The, like, Get, I trust, trust me, do not go in there. Something, something rough happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, just, just don't go on that train. And he's like, what, what? like he literally shoves me off. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I keep going. And, uh, he, I hear him like, he's like, he's like, oh fuck. And he, he cause like everyone near there is like, nah, they're going to avoid that train. They're going to avoid it. Lo and behold, the authorities have to get called because this dude does not leave the train. Everyone has to get onto the opposite platform there's hundreds of people because now there's twice as many people on the platform uh and we're watching from the opposite side as it takes i think it was like three ems people uh a patrol cop and then two of the like actual philadelphia cops to get this dude off the train it takes like literally five or six people to get him off the train uh so that they can depart that train and get it to the yard to get clean and stuff. This dude was high out of his mind. Like he had to be on something. I don't know what, uh, I know heroin's a big thing here. Uh, but I, I he could have easily been on whatever, but he looked fucking, he literally looked like pretty much like the rake, <laughs> like how we described it, uh, in recent episodes, uh, where he's literally just like this pale, skinny, tall, white dude who was like crouched up on his chair, completely naked, covered in like whatever. And I'm like, I, 
I'm going to have nightmares. I'm going to have a nightmare. I literally had a nightmare like that night or like the night after or something. Uh, and I think about it all the time, just the moment in which our eyes meet and I slowly watch him pass by. Uh, it's going to be a story that I'm going to have like forever because uh, honestly, I was going to say, honestly, it probably can't be beat, but I, I'm certain that it will be topped at some point because this is Philly and I, uh, I don't put anything past us for having a weird occurrence um, happen on the subway. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to the news, very bad stuff happens on the subway too. Uh, I have never seen that. I have been solicited for uh, sexual encounters that I was like, nope, I'd rather not go back to your house, strange man who is approaching me at 10 p.m., uh, I do not want to go back to your house. I want to go home. I have been working since 8 a.m. Go away. I've had that stuff happen. <laughs> Thankfully, I have not, you know, or knock on wood, nothing too bad has happened. I very much just keep my head down. Generally, that's the best approach that, from what I've encountered. Uh, just, you know, look very blank and just don't pay attention. And you're pretty good for the most part. Uh, unless someone's approaching you or they're insane, then uh, you're pretty good with most interactions on the subway. Um, so yeah, uh, this is the first installment of the SEPTA story series. I'm going to be posting this uh, around uh, the transition of the new year for Patreon people uh, first. I'm going to post it first and then uh, upload it onto the main podcast shortly after. So this will be an early release for this episode alone. Uh, and then moving forwards, it will become a, an exclusive, maybe here and there, if I need to pull from it, I'll use it as like a, you know, a hiatus episode. Uh, but for the most part, this is going to be an exclusive over here on the Patreon because, you know, stories are kind of far and in between uh, here and there. Uh, so I kind of have to take notes to build back up. And, I'm not sure when these will be released. There's not going to be really any consistent schedule like the Weird of the Week series. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking to maybe have one like every month, give or take, uh, of just weird stuff I encounter uh, while commuting. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed that it goes well uh, and that nothing crappy happens or I get mugged or shot or whatever. It's Philly. Um, so, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of SEPTA Stories or whatever it is. Uh, I might change the name in episode two. Who knows? Uh, but I, I hope you guys enjoyed. I know we talked about this a month or two back. Uh, but I, I'm pushing to get these series out there. I know I keep talking about the uh, the Route 60, the Route 66 one. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to approach that moving forwards. I still want to do it. But uh, I'm not sure the format that I actually want to approach it with. Uh, but yeah, so I, I will wrap this up. It's actually a pretty much a full length episode at this point. So I hope you guys enjoyed and thank you so much for the ongoing support here on Patreon for the listeners listening to it there. And if you are a listener from the actual podcast that this is being uploaded to later, uh, if you want to check out other bonus series like this, like the weird of the week behind-the-scenes content, uh, investigation content, and other bonus series such as this, you could do so over on the Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash realm of unknown. And we have a $1, 3 and $5 tier list that gets you all these goodies along with a bunch more. Uh, so if you want to check it out, you can do so over there. Uh, we really uh, appreciate the support. It really does mean a lot. And uh, overall, though, I cannot thank you guys enough for 
the encouragement and the engagement of just constantly listening to the stuff I talk about because in the end of the day, I'm probably just another insane dude talking into a microphone (laughs) and you guys seem to like it. So I will continue it and uh, I hope you guys have a great time until the next installment uh, or the next time I see you. Uh, Until then, remember to stay spooky and thank you for joining us for the first installment of the SEPTA Stories series. All right, have a good one, guys. And hopefully uh, had a good New Year uh, because this should be releasing after New Year's. All right, have a good one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 